Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem. Amen. Praise the Lord. We always want to put before you the vision of this church. We dare not forget what God is calling us to do. For it is God who calls and not people. Amen. 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 God's vision is not circumstantial. If God tells you to do it, hello somebody, you need to do it. And as I've said, you've got to get there before you get there. As an usher, this is where you will stand. As a preacher, you'll stand somewhere right there. The choir should already be singing in the sanctuary. Hello, somebody. For this is the vision that God has for us that can help us to reach this generation for the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is our vision, getting it right. And whether you realize it or not, we as a church are more right than we have ever been, at least during my time. Because many times when we have to get some stuff right, God prunes some things. Hello, somebody. Somebody will get that on the way home. He prunes. Not only has he been pruning, but he also takes fruitful vines to uh, go and be fruitful in other gardens. Hello, somebody. And God has been doing that here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Amen? So he's getting it right. But once pruning takes place, guess what? The vines that are left have to be what? More fruitful. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Somebody get it on the way home. The vines that are left becomes more fruitful. Hello, somebody. It's just wonderful to worship up in here. You, you, you couldn't tell that there's nobody's missing through the worship. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. 
and also through the giving, you, 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 you couldn't tell that, hello, somebody. But it's up to us as the vines that are left to be more fruitful. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, God's going to enable me to be more fruitful in Jesus' name. As we are getting it right in 2013. We continue this throughout the month, uh, really throughout the summer, as we want to encourage you to maintain. We want to encourage you to not lose heart in doing good for guess what? For at the proper time, we will what? Reap a harvest. What? If we do not what? Give up. Hello, somebody. Let me say it again. For at the proper time, we will reap a what? Harvest. If we what? Do not give up. There's a harvest. Hello, somebody. God's trying to reach through us. And the only way we're going to get it is we've got to continue to be faithful. We've got to what? Not or don't quit. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Or neighbor. Don't quit. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor. Don't quit on the Lord. In Jesus' name. God is calling us and encouraging us to stand in times such as these. Don't you know that character is revealed in times such as these? And I know as a preacher, I haven't been preaching myself. I've been preaching the Lord. And the Lord is the one that you stand on in such a time as this. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we want to encourage your heart. God knows what you're going through. Individually. How it seems that things may be unraveling individually or even as a church. But God says to us, to the remnant, to stand in Jesus' name. Today we're going to share a message. An ever-present help in trouble. An ever-present help in trouble. We're going to look at Psalms. 46, 1 through 3. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Lord. And I will stand on his word. Say to your neighbor, neighbor neighbor, or neighbor. I'm going to stand on this word. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated. In the house of the Lord. That word Selah means to rest. Rest. Today, as the Holy Spirit gives utterance, we're going to talk on around three points. An ever-present health in trouble. We're going to talk about 
that God is our refuge, that God is our rescue, and God is our rock. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should depend on God in times of difficulties. Christians should depend on God in times of difficulties. One of the things that I warn ministers or teachers of the word is that God has the ability, as you study the word, to make you the sermon before you preach the sermon. And many times it helps to validate the message that God has put in your heart. And sometimes... uh, some of the stuff that I preach, I don't like to become. Because if you're going to have, if you're going to know that God is a ever-present help in trouble, guess what? You're going to have to be in trouble. Hello, somebody. (laughs) You're going to have to be in trouble. And I have several testimonies. I know I can't share it all. That's the dangers of a preacher being away. He wants to come back and preach as many times as he missed. (laughs) But one trouble that I got into this last, really this last Saturday, was that as I went to sleep, as we visited and went to St. Louis for our National Congress of Christian Education, uh, something happened on Friday night right before we were to capture our plane and come back to Oklahoma on Saturday. Unbeknownst to us, as we were only about 15 minutes away from the airport, unbeknownst to us, when we got to the airport, we got there and it was a huge line of people trying to catch their flights. It turns out that the night before there was a computer glitch within our airline and they had to cancel over 250 flights. So when we woke up that morning as we were trying to get back to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, uh, we got in that line and guess what? We were in trouble of missing our flight. All of those people, uh, oh, all of those people trying to check in on the curb and, and the line was out of those that were from the inside trying to capture their flights. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, <laughs> I've never missed a flight, praise the Lord, in all of my traveling. And I just decided, yes, sir, I, I'm not going to panic. All I'm going to do is pray, and if we get the fight, we get the fight. If we don't, I'm I'm not going to panic. I'm I'm not going to run, be running like Chicken Little with my head cut off. So we stood in that line for about an hour, and I was just praying underneath my breath as I was uh, even had an opportunity to help somebody else that was in the line. just pray. We got through the line and then some other stuff happened. And then we had to go through what? 
security. <laughs> and guess what? I think we have 15 minutes in there. We have 15 minutes to get on our flight. We had to go through, uh, uh, was it five minutes? And had to go and get that flight, capture that flight. And the line was way back. And I was still praying, Lord. <laughs> Lord, help. Help, Lord. <laughs> Even within my own mind, I was thinking, oh, we done missed this flight. But Lord, help. Anyway, to make a long story short, uh, short, God enabled us to capture that plane. Hello, somebody. With a few minutes left. And and then this came to my mind, what I was teaching, uh, I was going to preach about this morning, that God is what? A ever present help in trouble hello sir I, I like oh God it's an ever present help because oh situations can change on you somebody this last week right before the pastor left town you had a Friday night where the devil canceled all your flights and you woke up on Saturday morning and all hell had broke loose hello somebody and all hell had broke loose in your family all hell had broke loose at work all hell had broke loose oh but God sent me in to let you know that God is a what a ever present help in time of trouble hello somebody God is right there on your timeline on your status line he's, he's right there oh he's right there present with you hello somebody which means that you are not alone. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, you're not alone. Because in times of trouble, we like to think that God has forgotten us. In times of trouble, we wonder where God is. One of the things I had to come to terms with the text this morning is that God never said that we won't have trouble. Hello, somebody. Oh, some of you listen to them TV preachers too much. Prosperity gospel preachers who lecture and try to tell you that everything is supposed to be right. Everything is supposed to to go well. Oh, when you wake up in the morning, you're supposed to have have had a good night's sleep. When you wake up in the morning, oh, your wife is supposed to look at you with a smile on her face and say, what can I do for you, honey? When you wake up in the morning, hello, somebody. <laughs> oh, when you check your bank account, that your bank account is supposed to always be full. And when you get to work, oh, your boss should be there singing, Words. Oh, I'm glad you made it here today on time as usual. Oh, God bless you for showing up. Hello, somebody. Many times in this life, that ain't the way that things happen. Hello, somebody, especially in the Christian life, because the devil is always going to be messing with you. Hello, somebody. Oh, the devil is always going to be working against you. Hello, somebody. You have a formidable foe whose job is to make you miserable. Hello, somebody. And guess what? As I said during the prayer, oh, the pastor had a vacation last week, but I bet, and I'm not a betting man, that the devil didn't take a vacation. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
Oh, because somebody got sick last week. Somebody died last week in the Prince family. Somebody, hello, somebody. Somebody got laid off last week. Somebody got sick in their body and couldn't make it to work. Somebody, hello, somebody. Our Bible this morning is trying to let us know that even regardless of the trouble in life, God is ever present. Hello, somebody. It didn't mean that you won't have trouble, but he's there in the midst of the trouble. He's there all through the trouble. Hello, somebody. And as many preachers have preached before, the Bible doesn't say that no weapon will form against you. It doesn't say that. It just says that those weapons, what? won't prosper. Hello somebody. And somebody is going through trouble. God says, I still love you. I still care for you. I know what you're going through and I'm right there with you. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh neighbor. God is with you. This next video is, I don't too much care for the the sounding of it, but the imagery. It's a good imagery of what this text is saying to us this morning. And what does the text say this morning? I'm glad you asked. The text says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Selah, rest. Hello, somebody. God is wanting you to have the power to rest this morning. Amen. It had wonderful imagery. It doesn't look like it's going to show this morning, but the principle is the same. There was imagery of Mountains falling into the heart of sea. There was imagery of water raging. And in and through it all, God says, on the point number one, that he is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength. Uh, Even... Or ever-present help in trouble. Psalms 9 and 9 says the Lord is a refuge for the what? The oppressed. And what? A stronghold in times of trouble. I'm so glad that God is a, a refuge But not only is he a refuge, but he is strength. Oh, I'm so glad that in times of trouble, I can run into him. But not only do I run into him, but oh, but it's a time that he recharges me as I run into him. Everybody every now and then needs to take a vacation and go away. Oh, and find a refuge because it's in that being away in that time away from computers in that time away from cell phones and in that time away from uh, oh Facebook and Twitter in that time away uh, God has 
it's the ability oh to strengthen you and God has sent you here this morning really Sunday mornings is about running into a refuge oh you come on go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise up in here up in here you see you cannot live oh a Christian life oh victoriously without being a part of a local church being a part of a place where you can run into oh but not just run into but there oh you you get strengthened there you get recharged and there are many folk within our day and time who are trying to live this Christian walk on their own oh because of many various different reasons sometimes they get mad at the folk at the church and they stop coming oh but is that biblical and is that godly God says to never forsake the assembly together hello somebody oh because it is here where you find your refuge it is here where you get the strength oh especially in times of trouble I, I can almost guarantee you oh that in down times just like with, with me I was going through a hard time oh particularly at the beginning of my Christian walk and my Christian faith I was a member of the Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship oh and I usually when I run into the church when I run into that refuge I'm strengthened but I got there this Sunday and I heard the choir sing oh and I didn't feel any better I got there and I, and I gave and I didn't feel any better I, I got there and we prayed and I didn't feel any better oh but I had run to that place of refuge oh and when I got there guess what Dr. Evans wasn't preaching that morning when I when I got there there was a, a different preacher that was there his name was Dr. Kenneth Kenneth Armour and Dr. Kenneth Armour said these words oh he said I know what the program says that I'm supposed to preach this morning but then he said but I feel led oh to go in a different direction and then he began to preach a sermon that I never forgot and the title of that sermon was what to do when the lights go out hello somebody and by the time that sermon was finished hello somebody my lights had been clicked on hello somebody and I was ready to run on in the Lord go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise up in here up in here somebody's oh made it here oh somebody said this is my refuge somebody said if I could just make it here somebody was like that woman in the midst of the crowd and said if I can just touch the hem of his garments I can be made whole and well again in somebody's lights oh because they're at the refuge place somebody's lights just got clicked on say to your neighbor neighbor Oh, neighbor, I can see clearly now. Hello, somebody. The rain is gone. Hello, somebody. God says uh, in his word, God is uh, our refuge. Uh, not only do we run into him, uh, but while we're in him, hello, somebody. He strengthens us. Uh, hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. Uh, oh, say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Pray that God strengthens me. In these troubles, time. That's what the Lord does. 
He's an ever-present help in trouble. He, he, he's a refuge. But not only is he a refuge, but I'm so glad. I don't know if this video is going to work, but we're going to move on if it doesn't. Oh, he's, he's not only a, 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 a refuge, but he's a, a, a rescue. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I, I can say I got rescued from that line. I, I made my flight. I was on time. Hello, somebody. Somebody says he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. He's a rescue. Uh, oh, the old folk used to say, he may not come when you want him, but he's always uh, what, uh, on time. Uh, oh, somebody here, God says uh, that I can rescue you. Uh, I can remember when that tornado hit. Uh, oh, there in Moore, Oklahoma, they were talking about uh, that it would be the worst. Uh, oh, they would have the worst of fatalities, of fatalities uh, in the history uh, of hurricanes. Uh, and they didn't know how many people had died and they had a large number of people that had died oh but something happened in the middle of the night oh there was a report oh when we woke up that morning that over a hundred folk had been saved and you say preacher how did a hundred folk oh be saved well guess what they had ran into their, their refuge Hello, somebody. They'd run into their storm cellars. Oh, and destruction happened all around him. Oh, but I'm so glad. Oh, that my God is more than a storm cellar. Because those folk in the middle of the storm cellar, in the middle of the night, had to depend upon others to come rescue them. Hello, somebody. And that's what happened all through the middle of the night. Folk were being rescued out of those storm cellars, out of their refuge. Hello, somebody. But God says this morning, oh, I'm more than a refuge. For in my refuge, I will strengthen you. But not only that, I can rescue you. Hello, somebody. He says of the rescue and ever-present help in what? In trouble. Hello, somebody. And ever present help and trouble. This reminds me of a sermon I preached, oh, about last month, an answer before a call. Oh, and my testimony was, is that their fire had broke out in the back of the house. I thought the house was gone. Oh, and I didn't know what to do. I, I had panicked. I looked up and I was like, oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the middle of the fiery furnace. I looked out of the back, oh, window there Oh, and I almost fell down because the fire was so high. Hello, somebody. And I ran to try to get out of the side door and I panicked so much. Couldn't open the side door. But guess what happened? Oh, somebody broke down. Oh, the side door. And guess who it was? It was a fireman. Hello, somebody. And the fireman was for me an answer before a call. Hello, somebody. I ran out in the back. Got my little hose uh, trying to fight the fire. And then the fireman came up and said, maybe this will do a little better with his big hose. Uh, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God was 
us an ever-present help in a time of trouble. God was an answer before I called. And somebody's here today. God says, I'm not a respecter of persons. The same thing I did for Pastor Ethan, I can do for you in Jesus' name. He is an ever-present help in trouble. Say to your neighbor, neighbor! Oh, neighbor, he is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Hello, sir. I'm so glad. Hello, somebody. That, oh, I, I I hadn't even finished dialing 911. Oh, and there was an answer. There was an ever-present help in time of trouble. Hello, somebody. Oh, and he's the same God yesterday, today, and uh, forevermore. There's somebody here, you're in trouble, and God says, I'm in trouble with you. Somebody will get that on the way home. Let that marinate. (laughs) You're in trouble. But God says, like to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I'm in trouble with you. Hello, somebody. Oh, because when they got thrown in the fiery furnace, what happened? Somebody else showed up. Hello, somebody. Oh, God says of your situation, God says of your circumstance, I'm there. Hello, somebody. And with them, uh, guess what the fire did? Uh, The fire burned their ropes. Hello, somebody. And they were free walking around in the midst of the fire. But there was somebody else in there with him. One who would look like who? The son of God. (laughs) Most of us say that's pre-incarnate Christ. Oh, Christ came before he came. Hello, somebody. I'm so glad that he's not stuck within our timetable. I'm so glad. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I'm so glad that he can answer before a call. Hello, somebody. You're in trouble. And God says, I'm in trouble with you. (laughs) And if I'm in trouble with you, guess what? You don't have no problems. Hello, somebody. (laughs) It don't mean you won't be in the fire. It don't mean that you won't be like Daniel in the lion's den. Hello, somebody. But it means that he's ever present. Hello, somebody. Go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. One preacher like to say, I'm preaching more than you. <laughs> Text says, Psalms 59, 16. But I will sing of your strength. In the morning, I will sing of your love. For you are my what fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. I, I, I'm so glad. God is ever present in the time of my troubles. Hello, somebody. Let's move on to this last point. At least I keep you too long. Out of the mouth of babes, if this is going to show, don't look like it's going to show, but we're going to go on. God is a rock. Hello, somebody. 
Therefore, we will what? Not fear. If you could just do a word study. This is your homework assignment. Tell me in the Bible how many times God tells his people not to fear. The Sunday school teachers said, give us a count. Somewhere around 365, I, I think I heard him say. <laughs> I don't want to put any words in his mouth. Because <laughs> Sunday school teachers are exacting. <laughs> you better get it right. <laughs> but he, why does he tell us so many times to... Not fear. <laughs> Let me ask you that again. Why? Why did? Why does he tell us so many times to not fear? Anybody can answer that for me. Why? Why does he tell us so many times to not fear? Why? He's with us, but I'm looking for something baser, something plainer. Why does he tell us so many times to not fear? That's good, y'all. Good theologians, but I'm looking for something a little simpler. Why does he tell us so many times not to fear? Uh, Y'all getting it? Somebody said, because we're fearful people. I liked it, but I was looking for the answer. Because we are afraid. <laughs> Hello, chicken little. Y'all can act all holy and all holy than that all you want. And act like you ain't never scared. <laughs> but that's some stuff that happened in the middle of the night that causes us to fear. Oh, when I saw that fire, what did I do first? I was afraid. Hello. <laughs> I was so afraid I couldn't pray. But I was so glad that God was an ever present help in a time of trouble. Because in my fear, he already answered my prayer. Hello, somebody. In my forgetting, he didn't forget. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Somebody get this on the way home. In my forgetting, sometimes you're overtaken by the circumstance. Sometimes you believe what the doctors say more than what God says. Sometimes little words like cancer causes you to fear. You can act all holier than now if you want. Let the doctor look at you and use that word, cancer. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He tells us not to fear because we f- we're afraid all the time. Hello, somebody. Circumstances in life causes us to be afraid. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Ask some folk on the stock market, the last thing you want folk to be is afraid because they'll sell their stock and they'll mess up your portfolio. And you say, I don't even have a portfolio. I, all I have is a 401k and folk messing with my money because they're afraid. <laughs> and I'm so glad that God is a 
Hello, somebody. The old folks say, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. Hello, somebody. Boy, they, they had God down. I know how some of us want to move forward and, and use a lot of these new fancy praise terms. But, 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 but they just said Jesus is a rock. What? In a weary land. Hello, somebody. Don't you know that we live in a weary land? Don't you know that about two weeks ago I was afraid and got weary of running from tornadoes? Hello, somebody. It's the first thing when you go to the conventions, they ask you, oh, were you, are you in Oklahoma? I said, you're 40 some miles away. And I was showing people my phone where it was telling us, I think about 12 times on there, take cover, Paul's Valley. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And you know what? I was weary. Hello, somebody. We live in a weary land. There's so many things that Oh, can go wrong. Hello, somebody. Oh, we can't trust our government. Hello, somebody. Oh, we, we, we can't trust our employers. They're, they're always talking about laying off. We, 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 we can't trust. Hello, somebody. Even the ones that we love because divorce, they say, is even higher in the church than it is in the world. Who can you trust in a weary land? Who can you trust? Who can you call on? Who can be a rock? Hello, somebody. The old folks simply said that Jesus is a rock in a weary land. Now somebody here in a weary land, God says, depend on me. Allow me to be your rock. And therefore, we will not fear. I was in that line. I said, man, I I ain't going to be afraid. Just stand. I was concerned, you know, when we got through, you know, I was walking. I said, man, I ain't, you know, I, I didn't feel like chickling little in the round. <laughs> That's something simple. You can catch another plane. Somebody's facing some serious situations. Somebody's facing what the doctor said. And not only what the doctor said, but what you see with your own eyes. So somebody's facing what, oh, not, this, not your sickness, but the sickness of a loved one. What you see with your own eyes. Some serious stuff is going on. God says that he is your rock. Therefore, we will not fear. Use this illustration and we'll go on. Generally, two type of people in a movie, especially the summer block office, block office movies. There's those people that are being afraid and running from the problem. And that's what fear causes us to do is to run from the problem. Just like those people that were out when Goliath was saying, send me a man. What did the soldiers who were supposed to be fighters do? They were afraid. Hello, somebody. But then somebody came on the scene that wasn't afraid. 
Because the hero is always running to take care of the problem. Hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor, are you a hero or are you a zero? <laughs> uh, you can tell the truth. I'm a zero right now, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm about a 40. I'm coming up to a 100. <laughs> but those that God used are never afraid. They never panic because they believe that God is who he says he is. And that's what David did. Everybody else solve the problem nine foot nine hello somebody a giant not only that they saw all his armor hello somebody they they, they told him about his reputation The, the man has been fighting since he was a boy hello somebody David came on the scene, be not afraid, and said, now who is this uncircumcised Philistine that taunts the armies of the living God? Hello, somebody. He was not afraid, and his fear was based on some facts that went on in his life. He had figured that back in the valley when he had run up against uh, that bear, back in the valley when he had run up uh, against that lion, hello somebody, he had figured uh, that if God could help him out back then, that God can help him now. And that's why we are afraid many times. We forget that it was God that helped us out back then. Hello, somebody. Some of us have history with God. Hello, somebody. Some of us have seen God work. Some of us have seen God move. But we forgot. And that's what fear causes. Hello, somebody. Fear causes forgetfulness. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God always, another thing that he tells us, I'm not going to give you that quiz, how many times in the Bible where God tells his people to remember? Hello, somebody. Because he always got to tell us to not fear. And he always got to tell us to remember. You've got to remember what the book says in the midst of trials and troubles. You've got to have that word to stand on. Oh, right when the boss is going crazy on you, speaking in tongues that don't need interpreting, and you're feeling like laying hands on him and not meaning prayer. (laughs) You've got to know what the word says. God is help. It's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Read, I'm going to read this text and we're going to go on. Psalms 71, this Psalm of David. This is what David says, that, that man that fought against Goliath. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hello, somebody. A word like that when he saw Goliath. Hello, somebody. He wasn't afraid of any man. Hello, somebody. And what we've got to do is depend upon Jesus to be our rock in a weary land. 
Amen. All eyes closed, heads bowed, saints praying. So we respond to the word of God. God is an ever-present help in time of trouble. All eyes are closed, heads are bowed, saints are praying. There may be somebody here today that do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now is the time to know that God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble because the trouble that you face is an eternity without God. The trouble that you face is that place called hell. God says you don't have to go to that place. I'm an ever-present help in a time of trouble and, and you can be saved today. You can be saved if you believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And his son was Jesus. You don't have to perish. But you've got to believe that Jesus was God's only son. That he came to this earth, lived the perfect life to be the lamb of God. To be the price for your penalty of sin, which was death. Jesus Christ, on that night that he was betrayed, he prayed in that garden of Gethsemane. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Because he believed that God was an ever-present help in a time of trouble. When he left his prayer closet... He was accused of crimes that he didn't commit. They mocked him and they scorned him. They put a crown of thorns on his head and a cross on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem. But God was an ever-present help in his time of trouble. They took him to that hill called Golgotha, laid him out on that cross, uh, nailed him to that cross, uh, raised him up between two thieves. But God was uh, an ever-present help uh, in the time uh, of trouble. Oh, and Jesus hung on that cross uh, knowing that he had the power to come off that cross. But having given up uh, his life, he gave up the ghost. Oh, and he died. And even in his death, God was an ever-present help in a time of trouble. He laid there that first day. And even on that first day of his death, God was still an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Oh, on that second day, God was still, even in his death, an ever-present help in a time of trouble. But I'm so glad that that ever-present God met him on the third day. And he got up with all power in his hands because God was an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. Jesus died for your sins. Was buried. Hello again. And this on is the Pastor Mike Wheaton. I'm in your host for today's program. And before
before if we you're here sign today, off, you do not know Jesus we just Christ want to make sure as your Lord that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. 
Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. I'm not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at Word at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's... God, and I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build, a reality, because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10 100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com